Welcome to episode 71 of the Catching Up Podcast. I am your host, Connor Kaysen. I'm joined every week by my co-host, Nick Hughes, who's currently down in South America. He's in Argentina. And this week's episode is a little bit in in some reflection of Nick and I reviewing this very interesting year and thinking about the things we've accomplished, the things we haven't accomplished. And at this time last year, Nick was here living in Seattle, uh, just kind of creating his world tour. And now a year later, he is still on the road and in South America. And so it's fun to look back and, and recall on some of those accomplishments between both of us and our companies. And we keep doing the show. And we're just very happy to see uh, the things that have happened and the things that have changed and not happened and and what our expectations are for 2020. So I hope you enjoy episode 71. Happy Friday the 13th. Thank you for always listening. And uh, please leave us a review or shoot us a message. If you got any feedback, we'd love to hear from you. Hey, Nick, what is going on? What's up, Connor? How you been? I'm good. You're good. How was uh, how was the week down there in uh, Argentina? Yeah, it's great. I assume, I assume uh, that's where you still are. We are still in Argentina. I'm actually in um, Cordoba, Cordoba, you know, which is um, uh, it was about an hour, hour and hour and a half flight from Buenos Aires, and got here yesterday. We have our Founders Live Cordoba event. Um, today it's the launch event and i mean numbers are looking pretty good so let's see who shows up but the numbers are great man that is fantastic so did you have one in buenos aires also or is cordova the the primary city um buenos aires is the prime well i wouldn't say primary city it's um one of our cities but then cordova is the second largest city in uh argentina oh and dude it's pretty cool so uh, where I'm staying and uh, where, like, I flew in last night and I got settled and then I just went out and grabbed a bite and had a few beers. And um, it, you, like, I did a little research on Cordoba and it's, like, uh, quite a bit younger. Or it's just, like, it's a college town or it's a college city versus Buenos Aires is the big city. And I'm learning that Buenos Aires is actually, like, it is, it's, like, the city in South America, um, you know, Obviously, there's Rio and, you know, in cities in Brazil, but basically outside of Brazil, South America, Buenos Aires is the city and it's the big city and, you know, kind of uh, historically, but also just like really uh, a lot of stuff going on there. So then when you look at Cordova, it's a little more of like the university town and um, there's still like more than a million people here, but there's uh, it's you can just feel the different flavor of it and it's a lot younger and, you know, it's pretty cool, man. That's awesome. And so how did Founders Live get to Argentina? Yeah, well, uh, the short story is, uh, so our city leader, Sergio, he was actually up in Seattle uh, last year, last summer. um, Yeah, about a year and a half ago. And, you know, he he was brought up there because of a client of his is named Kevin. And Kevin actually presented years ago at Founders Live in Seattle. And so when Sergio traveled up to Seattle for the first time from Buenos Aires, Kevin was like, hey, you should come to this event, you know, and uh, it's a cool thing. You know, I know, you know, you should come to Founders Live. Well, he brought Sergio to Founders Live. It was actually the very first event that we had at Hard Rock Cafe. Oh, yeah. And 
uh, he really had a great time. And I actually ended up getting, I, I received a message from him on LinkedIn, I believe, like a couple days later. And he was like, hey, uh, I was at the event. I'm from Buenos Aires, Argentina. Like, I want to, I want to take this down there. And this was mid 2018. And uh, so, yeah, we, we, we met before he left Seattle. And um, basically, he, a few months later, started it there in Buenos Aires. And it was um, amazing. So then Sergio has done a great job of, um, he's actually introduced now to a number of different cities. That's how Cordoba is launched. Um, Bariloche has launched, and that's on the uh, border of Chile. Um, and then we're actually talking about a fourth city now. And, and, and then, you know, he's introduced me to some people down here that um, I'm talking to people in Uruguay and uh, Montevideo, which is like across the water um, from Buenos Aires, and that's in Uruguay. And then we're looking at um, some in Santiago, Chile. So it's pretty sweet. And so Sergio has been, uh, and I looked at him in Seattle. I remember this. I said, you will be remembered like you are bringing this to South America like yeah. you're the one and he then has now like introduced us to a number of cities and countries and uh brought people in to to start leading it there and so I'm just so happy and he's doing a great job dude that's pretty amazing <laughs> yeah yeah like I mean just to find that person right it's not easy to find that person um and the, and the timing of it Right. Especially I remember going to that first hard rock event. Yeah. And it just you, that event felt different. Right. Because yeah. it was in a different type of venue with that huge bar in the back there um, and it was packed. And uh, yes, yeah, so I, I mean, he came for him to show up to that, be so serendipitous and kind of see where it's led is uh, pretty amazing. And yeah, yeah he's going to deserve he's going to get a lot of credit uh, as that grows. That's pretty incredible how one person's yeah. kind of uh, planted all those seeds. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, in terms of the topics, I, I really wanted to touch on, you know, we're coming to the end of the year and I really just want to talk a little bit about, you know, kind of how we're both preparing, you know, not only review of the year as well as uh, going into next year. Uh, this is kind of a favorite time for me. I actually started to really enjoy looking at, okay, what happened this year? Good, bad, ugly. What do next year and then putting plans in place yeah um, so I'll, I'll throw it to you first man like first of all real quickly like you know how was your year and then we'll start talking about how to go about planning for um this next year yeah and so it's it's been really interesting this uh I, to, tomorrow saturday is kind of what i have deemed a the anniversary of more or less starting my company and that's because I'm, I'm going to this annual ugly sweater party uh, that's put on by some of my friends. And two years ago, they had the same party. It, it was probably right around the same weekend. And it was the same night that uh, uh, I more or less got let go from my previous job um, ah. at, the, at, the, at the startup that we both know of. Um, and so, yeah, that day, it, I mean, it was a layoff, but it was just like a, a weird situation. I knew it was coming. And I left work that Friday, knowing that I was going on unemployment on Monday. And I was hosting my own event, which was used to be called Breakfast Club. It was at an absinthe bar. Um, it was at Breakfast Club, but it was for happy hour. And uh, I went to this absinthe bar and obviously, like, just drank a ton. Because I was <laughs> like, today's my last day at this job that I've been at for almost five years. 
uh, it had, at that point, or it still is, uh, the longest job I'd ever had in my entire life. And uh, I didn't even tell anyone that I'd been let go. I didn't even tell Amanda, my fiance. I, we left that bar because then we were going to go to the sweater party after. And in between those two parties was, uh, or events, should I say, is when I told Amanda, oh, like, by the way, on Monday, I'm not going to work. <laughs> um, and then we went to the sweater party and had a great time. And it's, it's been interesting last year. And now this year, it, it just kind of like has that reminder of like, oh, yeah, this like was a kickoff moment of me starting my own company. And so it's wild to think that. And two years ago, I remember it being New Year's going into 2018. And my only goal was like, let's not go get a job this year. Right. Like, yeah, let's try not to like have to go apply. And now this is two years later and I'm back at the second New Year's and I'm I'm just so excited that I still don't have to get a job. And uh, I have clients, which are definitely jobs and I've got plenty of work, Uh, but it's an exciting feeling to not, you know, be a dub on a W2 for somebody else. And uh, this year. Uh, it's, it's changed a lot because my perspective and my goals and the, and the things I wanted out of this year changed quite drastically at the beginning of the year. My goals were a lot about like, I want to grow. I want to hire on employees and I want to kind of build up my agency and get more clients and, um, right. Like, you know, get on track to, to building this big company and as the year's gone on, my priorities have certainly shifted. I haven't hired any people. I haven't really wanted to hire any people because I haven't figured out or determined is like a big agency exactly what I want. I'm, I'm leaning towards that's not what I want. I, I want Find Me in Seattle to be more of like a media platform. And going into next year when it comes to my goals now, it's more about monetizing the content that I create around find me in Seattle and really putting find me in Seattle as like a content hub for people who live here to discover people, places, things, ideas, uh, through video, audio, photo, blog, all those different types of things. And, and I've started off the end of this year really well with like monetizing. I got my first couple paid video gigs, where some restaurants and businesses have paid me to come and make a find me in Seattle specific video about them. Um, so I have this video coming out uh, tomorrow. It's about this event called Oyster New Year. And that was like a sponsored thing for me, for the video to be like me being Anthony Bourdain showing up to this event. And I have creative control. I can create whatever I want about me attending this event. Uh, And then next week I have this video coming out about this noodle restaurant that's actually over in Bellevue, Redmond. uh, That Yeah, it's just, it's a show about me going and exploring places and and making money off it. And that's really what my goal is going into this next year is I really want to build that up. Like, can I get it to where I'm making $1,000 a week making pieces of content for people, places, and things to promote them here in the city and tell stories. And then obviously I'll do consulting on the side to hopefully kind of double that revenue. And that'll put me in a really healthy place. And uh, yeah, that's not at all really the direction I thought I was going to be going last year, but I'm really excited about it because it's more true to where I want to go and who I want to be. And, and that maximizes the things that I like to do. Like I I like the consulting. That's a lot of fun. 
but I just know long-term that's a different kind of grind and I rather be more creative and be investing time it creating content for myself than creating content for other people. And yeah. be, and mostly because I know the exponential power when, when I'm getting paid to make videos about me, that is just more marketing towards getting more clients to work for me. Um, which, yeah, they kind of stack on top of each other. But when I'm making content for other people and other clients, it, uh, it, it's definitely giving me referrals coming back to me, but it's still not directly. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of intentional. I don't like to put my information on their videos. I don't like they're paying me to do that. I don't know if I need to put like, this is a find me in Seattle production. Maybe I should be a little bit more selfish and do that. Uh, but I haven't felt right doing that up to this point. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. I'm, I'm really excited, but uh, my year is structured a little differently because I'm going to Thailand for my wedding for all of March. So I've kind yeah. of actually put my mind in the position that this isn't the end of the year. February is actually going to be the end of the year for me because then I'm going to go on this trip. I'm going to be gone for a month. Uh, I'm actually having this whole like rebrand coming out for that month. I'm, I'm going to be switching to find me in Bangkok for the whole month. Um, <laughs> and yeah, there's like a, all these logo changes and branding changes and I'm changing all my social media over for the month just to kind of uh, have some fun for the month about that. And uh, yeah, and I got to get my taxes done and everything in, in, in February. And so, yeah, I'm kind of saying, all right, I got two more months until the, the end of the year for me before like I can really like take a true break. Yeah. Got it. No, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. 2020 new decade. Uh, it's, it's wild to think about the, the things that have changed here in the last 10 years, but what about you? What, what are your plans for 2020? Yeah. Well, first of all, you said new decade and I keep seeing that now and I'm like, I don't even, I'm not even thinking about that just cause I, I don't know. I, I think I'm, I do understand that my, my unique, my situation is unique and it's, um, it's easy to kind of get lost in a lot of everything that's going on. So, uh, in my life. And um, so I'm like, oh, yeah, new decade. Jeez, that's crazy. Uh, but, um, yeah, like, obviously, I mean, we've talked a lot about, I mean, this year has just been epic. And it's uh, and the most impactful, amazing, it, the year of my life. I mean, I, I realized, like, um, it's just been that big. And uh, but in in review, in terms of the way that I look at it, I mean, I will say that that when when I started this year in this tour, I did think that there was it was going to blow up the company more than it has, and I kind of like you, or I realized I don't think that that was going to be the thing that I really wanted. And you know, for instance, like you know, if this got publicized and we had a PR team and you know, they were like tracking Nick around the world and promoting and publishing this whole tour and like hundreds of thousands and then millions of people were like following and, it, you know, growing founders. Like, like, I think that that would have been a little much. And so I'm very happy with the way that the year ended, all the pieces that have come together to then set the next, you know, two, three, five years are there. And, and so I have like tremendous, like that's achievement, success. I'm happy. And crazy like the the travel and the tour 
really, this was like warm-ups. You know, I just proved something to myself and it was like warm-ups to what's going to happen in the next like three to five years. Yeah. And uh, I know that I'm going to be on the road a lot more uh, going forward. I know that there might be even camera crews and a TV show and things of that nature. And it's it, it just, I proved this year how to travel myself and, and the life that I do see and want to be. Um, Cause I remember setting out, I even remember talking to you. It's like, this is either going to work or not. You know, I'm either going to love it or I'm going to hate it and be done. Yeah. But um, I've been writing and doing some stuff and it's like, you know what? I, I said, I'm doing this. And guess what I did? I he freaking did it. did it. Yeah. And that is huge. You know, I, I definitely acknowledge that. And, and this is such a unique quality in the world. I think like when people say stuff, do they actually follow through? And I mapped this whole tour out in December of last year. And I literally followed the tour. And the only, the only reason I differed from the tour was because I wasn't able to go to because of a visa. But, um, you know, I, you know, I'm here now in Argentina and I'll be back up in Seattle. And basically like, I'm just, I'm proud of myself for completing this. And through this year, dude, like what's come together and what's setting the tone for the next, you know, oh, years ahead. So 2020, be, um, I'm formulating another tour there will be this will be north america um it will not be the full year uh and we're working on getting a, a, a camera crew and filming it awesome and so, yeah so i'm in talks with team actually they're uh, out of new york they are um very connected uh like connected with jay-z his team and um, they've shot a ton of different, you know, artists, musicians, celebrities, and um, they're very interested. So we're in conversation and the goal would be in, in February, hit the road again. Uh, Portland will be the first, first stop. Um, whether there's a camera crew there or not, the energy and inertia is like, it's easier to stay on the road right now than to like set roots back in Seattle. Yeah, that's the I, the weirdest thing. So, um, so I'll be in January uh, and February, but basically Portland is February. Uh, actually, heading to Austin in March again. So I'm not necessarily sure about your wedding, which I'll I'll talk I'll talk to you offline on. But um, you know, it's just like the the nature of of where we're going. And I, I'm gonna head down to Mexico in in April. So hit Guadalajara. I'm excited about that. Uh, you know, wrap through another tour of uh, North America. So um, there's a bunch of stuff lined up from products, uh, experience and, and things that we're going to roll out. I'm excited to start talking about next year, but um, man, yeah, it's, it's been a tremendous year and uh, like just setting the stage for this next year. Awesome. Um, I know we don't have too much time. I want to, I just wanted to touch basically how I go about, this time and I'll just brief on it and maybe we can talk about it next time. But um, basically like at, I, I pretty much isolate a week to review. I, I take a week and I basically have like a, a day of it is like year review. And then the last, the four days are preparing and planning and, and setting your next year up. Yeah. And I'm telling you like, 
it has really helped me and it's changed in a lot of this is partly the reason why Founders Live is growing is because you're basically like, you're taking time to review, okay, what, what worked this year? What did yeah. we accomplish? What's metrics, business, like total up, you know, do all your graphs, all your metrics, your revenue, uh, your, your costs, your expenses, your um, growth compared to last year. What did you do? And then, and then I, I go through and I say like what worked and what didn't really like, okay, what, like in terms of like experiences, products, events, like what, what really worked and well and what was good and then what seemed to not work. And then you go through and then I do like a start, stop, keep. So what should we start doing? What should we stop doing? And what is working so we keep doing? Oh, and okay. yeah, and then I go through and, you know, through this process, I really, I, I look at, you know, I update the core values and the, you know, the, the kind of like the underlying foundational things and the purpose. And, you know, there's some documents and stuff that I work through on that. Uh, and then I start formulating next year. Like, what are the initiatives? What are the things we want to accomplish? And these are like up to about five main things. Um, and really, what is like the direction? What do you want to finish at the end of next year? And what are the main things that you want to be complete and, and accomplish and growth? And then you go through and you can start slicing that up into quarters. So you start determining when and where do you accomplish things and you break up into quarters your growth. Uh, and then you can take, you know, and then I start planning Q1. And and so basically at the end of every quarter, I go through and do a new quarterly priorities and things like, what do we want to finish at the end of these three months? Yeah. Um, but for the year, I'm basically mapping out and saying, here's the things we're going to focus on. Here's the things we're going to accomplish. And you put it, and this is all like creating documents and, you know, even just Google Docs and just put them all in and say, that's what we're going to do this next year. And the, clearly they can be, you know, flexible and stuff, but... Um, I do that. I, I do all this. And then in the end, I, what I have is the yearly focus um, based on what learnings of this last year and then break it down into quarters of what we're going to accomplish. And then the Q1, you know, the next three months is in front of you and you know what you go do for that month. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I love this time frame to do that. And by the, the goal is by like January one or two, everything's done. You're set and you're like, yeah, let's rock and roll this year. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, that keep track i haven't been good at doing that at all uh and i think i'm still trying to figure out i've never really been motivated by goals mm -hmm. um which i need to figure out like i've never been able to be uh maybe it, it comes down to accountability but never been like oh i didn't meet that goal like how do i feel about that right um like oh should i feel bad uh, and maybe because I've never put like any repercussions on that, but I, I've got to figure out some way to be like, all right, how can I make sure like these goals are important to me for me to hit? Oh yeah. And look, I, all I would say is if you just, and you know, if you start thinking on quarters and just say, okay, the start of January, that's quarter one. And you know, you can, you can actually determine like what you want to accomplish those each of those months. But you really just say, what are some metrics? It's like maybe it's two or three different numbers that you put forth. And these are like leading indicators. And so you know what you're looking to attract and accomplish. And, you know, you don't have to be crazy uh, about it. And, and, you know, some people are totally metric driven and goal driven and some people aren't. But um, if you just said, look, by the end of March, here's the things that I would like to see have happened. And here's the the you know, whether it's for you clients and overall revenue and projects or video, like content, how many pieces of content, like blah, 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 blah. 
um, it'll, it'll at least help you in the right direction. And you'll notice, I think you'll see like an uptick just because you're focusing on these things and you're knowing the direction to go rather than, yeah. than like allowing the wind to blow you. Like that's it, it, it sometimes like if you just had a direction and you're like, okay, I, at least I can measure on these things, you know, I think it's important. Yeah, I totally agree. I probably just need to, set them out probably like put them here on my whiteboard and just have them so i can remember them look at them be reminded about them and be like all right that's that's the target that i need to be going for yeah yeah but uh cool well this has been great and the um it's a the nice timely um year and year in review time people you know take some time and start thinking about like yeah how was the year record what worked and what didn't and then figure out what you want to do next year yeah, it's probably a good idea for all of us. Anyone out there listening, I mean, even if you're not running your own company or, or startup and, you know, you've got a family or you've got personal jobs, projects, or even your, your career projects that you're working on, yeah, good to just take this time and reflect a little bit and uh, kick off the next year running. Yeah, awesome. Awesome. Well, Nick, thanks again for joining me this week for episode 71 of the Catching Up Podcast. I hope uh, you have a great time at your event tonight. Happy Friday the 13th, and I will talk to you next week. Uh, thanks, Connor. Peace.